Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Two Tones. Um, I'm Tony Lee. Tony T isn't here because he's busy. Stay busy, as someone will call it. Um, <laughs> but now it's another episode of For the People. This is part four. Um, I have Elliot on the phone. Elliot, what up? What's good, man? I got Jaquel on the phone. Jaquel, what's good? What's good, bro? And I got the lovely Monique on the phone. Monique, how are you? Hello. So you know, for the people, I run, I run down, you know, through this all the time. It's basically the show we have here and there. We bring listeners from the show, put them on the show, give them their perspective. That's something different we do for our podcast. Instead of like asking them stuff or what they what they like to see, sometimes come on the show and what you know they can tell us what they literally want to hear. So um, we got a lot to talk about today. A lot of ratchet stuff to get out the way, but we got some main topics also. First, I want to talk Bryson Tiller, man. Bryson Tiller came out of nowhere. Came from behind the bushes and released two records. I think today, right? Like yeah. The record just dropped today. Um, I heard them. You know what I mean? I'm going to get their point of views on the first. Ellie, I'll let you start it off. I heard it, but I, it didn't blow me away, but obviously it just dropped. So I'm not going to give a clear judgment on it yet, but they were cool. First listen to me. What y'all think about it, man? Uh, the kick mine, uh, it was straight, but like, I thought it would sound different, but I obviously you can see he's still like writing that uh, trap soul. Yeah. Uh, I was liking it until like Young Thug said something really questionable, and uh, I'm not gonna repeat it, but like Young Thug, Thug kind of uh, Thug is known for questionable stuff, though, right? I mean, yeah, always says questionable. Oh my goodness, he kind of ruined it for me, man. Ellie, what, Ellie, what about you, man? Um, so I didn't, he said something about Young Thug. I actually tuned, uh, Young Thug out. So I don't, I don't even know what questionable thing you're talking about. Um, well, I heard the, I heard the tracks and I was like, the, the only vibe I got was that, oh, summertime. So here's Bryson Tiller again. You know, last time he dropped, I think it was in the summertime as well. So I was like, well, maybe we in for, for a good run. I ain't gonna judge him off three songs, but. Right, right. I, it, it wasn't like, it, it didn't, it didn't hit like, uh, like don't hit, right? So I'm just like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what he's going to bring to the table, but we're going to see, man. And, you know, summertime brings some of the lit action every single year. We got, we got Drake taking a break this time. So, you know, why not? We'll see what happens. That makes sense. Moni, you got any opinion on it? You probably didn't hear the records. I'm sure you probably didn't hear No, I did not hear it at all. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, but Elliot, that's interesting. That's interesting. I want to jump on what you said about Drake. You said since Drake is taking a break, right? Is are we are we getting too much of Drake at this point? Like, is Drake oversaturating us, right? Because this is the thing, Bryson Tiller. Bryson Tiller, his trap soul dropped in what? 2015, 2014, maybe 2015, 2016. Like yeah, 2015. A year or two ago. Yeah, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Drake drops all the time. Always on features. He's always having a hit regular on the radio. Are we getting a point? Are we getting too much Drake? Like, cause Tiller, we don't get enough Tiller. Some people will say, cause he drops two years at a time. You know, he just drops and goes in the bushes in the shadows somewhere. As Drake, you know, the difference, he is like in your face. Boom, 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 boom. Are we getting too much of Drake? Are we getting tired of Drake? More life, I like. I do like more life. I haven't played it since Damn Drop. 
but I do like my life, right? <laughs> so, so, like, are we getting too much to drink? Is that the, like, let, let y'all independently answer that. Are we getting too much if he's doing just enough, but should he take a break? And if he should take a break, when should he come back? So, I listen to more life every single day until damn dropped as well. And then I tried to revisit it and I was like, uh, I don't think it, it still don't got the same flair as, um, mm-hmm. as damn mm-hmm. did. But I will say as a Drake fan, I think he has, after more life, I'm like, all right, we don't want no more music for right now, bro. Like whatever yeah. you got to do to get back into that creative box, because I miss take care of Drake or come back to you Drake. So yeah, 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 yeah. He, He's dropping views. He's dropping more life. And I get where he's trying to go. He's trying to be the biggest in the game. So he has to kind of expand his sound. Um, but I'm just like, yo, like I need the lyrical bars. I need the do not disturb bars from you. So go back into hiding. Don't go in the 40 studio. We don't want none of that. Like take a break, experience life, get your heart broken a couple, a couple times and come back <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> so that's how I feel about it. I think, yeah. uh, I think great. Drake is just, like, feeling a little uh, complacent right now because it's, like, so many new people coming out and, like, it's, like, so much out right now. You have Chance, Yachty, you know, people like that. Mm-hmm. And Drake's kind of feeling like, yo, I'm losing my spot. So, it's like, I'm not going to lie. Views was a, a huge L to me. I, I do not, like, I do not go back. I only listen to, like, two songs on there. Yeah, it's a couple. It's a, like, few singles. There's a few singles. There's a few. There's a few singles. Like, yeah. I, I don't go back to view and like Drake coming out with this more like he used the playlist as a way of saying yo like they won't have any expectations so I can just do whatever because mm-hmm. you know he would have called in the album we would have we would have gave it to him like we probably would have trashed it like we did views I mean it was better than views granted but it's still like it, it's yeah. good, but it's not like yo. It's not take care. Of nothing with the same. It's not. It's, it's not even if you're reading it too late. To be honest, like it's yeah. not. It's not the caliber. But I don't know, man. I, Drake, take a break. Mo Thomas on Drake. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, no. Monique, Monique's a baker too, y'all. She bakes amazing cupcakes and cookies. But I, we'll talk about that towards the end of the show. But go ahead, Monique. <laughs> no. I guess Drake, no? No no comment on Drake, no? No, I said no. I have no comment on Drake. Yeah, Drake is just... Monique, <laughs> it's been Monique. a while since I've listened to him. <laughs> yeah, and I don't blame you. Monique doesn't mess with these new rappers, y'all. I'm telling you. Monique, Monique likes Lecrae. And, okay, Lecrae's your guy, Elliot. Real, I real actually quick. have not listened to Lecrae Before in a very long time. Before after. <laughs> I've been wondering what's going on with him. I haven't looked into that, but I have not listened to him in a while. Actually, he, I've been listening to a lot of Christian Gray. Like, that's... Oh, oh, man. Christian Gray. I mean, Christian Gray. Christian Gray, but got to. And John Gibbs, like, that's... Yeah. That's John Gibbs. New Meets is coming from him. He dropped something recently. Lecrae, since Blessings, I don't know what's going on. He dropped Blessings, but... I, I don't know. Maybe it's like that single... It got on the... I think it was number 28 on the Billboard 100. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, oh, Ellie, that's okay. your boy. Wow. You got the because I know you with the Reach Records camp. Like, what's going on with it? <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm just waiting for this album, man. Like, he, he didn't been talking about the album since December. Not even December. Like, since the Destination Tour last year. And I'm like, I got videos of, like, a couple new songs he did. But at this point, I'm like, just drop the album, bro. Like, stop breaking your hair. 
stop doing all that. Oh, and just kind of like little Uzi trying to be yachty. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, it's it's like we we get it. Like you, you're definitely not not part of the the, the Christian fold, and you separate yeah, yourself. Yeah, you're trying to separate yourself. Obviously, like stop. It. We get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I get it, bro. Like just drop, just drop my music at this point. But you know, you lessons like it's it's been it's been doing like in in okay. Raleigh specifically. Some people mm. like never heard of Lecrae. I've been trying to put people on, um, mm. and then one day I just see a bunch of people like captioning his uh, lyrics from Blessings. And I'm like, bro, I told y'all about this two years ago. Wake up, like yeah, Lecrae's here. Like, and so it's a big deal for him now with Blessings being like everywhere. But just drop the album, bro. Like, I want to see what this album's gonna do because we haven't had a LP since Anomaly and Church Close Three was. Uh, I mean, I would say I wouldn't uh, say disappointment. I know you guys didn't really like it like that, huh? but for me, you know, CC three was like, all right, it's like five songs, ten songs, or whatever. Yeah, it was, it was a short. It was short. Yeah, so cool. I think it would have been like the best church close, but one so, still like, supreme. Sorry, yeah. one still ain't supreme. Um, yeah. I don't know how we get on Craig from Drake, but we were talking about Drake. Stop to Cray, John Gibbs, Christian Gray. You can never go wrong with Christian Gray and Celebrate. Like, they're just amazing. But, like, shout out to all of them. Um, so, from Bryson to Drake to another legend in these streets, let's talk about Bow Wow, man. Um, <laughs> Bow Wow's a legend? Who said that? Yeah, he did. Wow. Let's not rap when I was with him, man. His child career. I, I can say in that respect, as a child, Bow Wow was a legend. Eh, he's an icon. He, he was an icon, right, as a child. Like, child rapper. He was, you know, he was really... Any street. Now, I don't know. As an adult, I don't know what's going on. Um, but we do know what's going on. There's been a Balboa challenge going on, you know. And um, he supposedly posted a picture of him. Uh, and somebody's phone vibrating on his For the People call. That's all I want to know. Like, what? Yeah, Let's say fine. amen if it's you. Amen. Um, nah, but nah, Wow got caught. Well, I don't know about caught, but he posted a picture of a jet. And the Maybach is up there saying, you know, I'm on my way to a show, to tour, whatever. And somebody found out that was a stock photo from somewhere else. And Bow Wow was actually fronting because he was actually in a commercial plane tweeting or texting the same thing. And the whole frenzy on the internet went around, hashtag Bow Wow Challenge. Some funny, funny things are seen. I'm not going to say that. Like, um, what's your thoughts on that, man? Your boy Bow Wow. Do we care about Bow Wow? The, the Black Twitter obviously doesn't. But, I mean, he jumped out the window with Trump and Snoop. Like, and people, like, they don't care about Bow Wow. What's your thoughts on this, man? Funny, not funny. We don't care. This morning, um, um, there was a, I watched this Hot 97 interview where they mm -hmm. talked about that. And he was like, he was like, you got to watch the show. So, like, I think he planned that. And uh, he was like, uh, like, there was like, is the, is the lady who took the picture of you, what was she doing? He's like, you got to watch the show. So, like, I think he was, he's trolling us. Because, like, there's, there's been times where Bow Wow has, you know, I guess, been a fraud on, you know, the gram or whatever. whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, and there's another show I was watching called Everyday Struggle where they talk about the same thing. Mm -hmm. But Bow Wow was saying, like, about the bag of money, because he had got called out for that. He was like, I never said that was my money. And then he was like, well, that guy never said, like, it was never that guy's money. So, like... I think Bow Wow is just trolling us because he has this new show coming out and he's trying to traction for it. So, like, that, you know, the internet, you know, pick up stuff and run away with it. 
And like Bow Wow knows that, and he's trying to, you know, use that to his full advantage to make sure that show gets gets as used as me. I can see that. I, I can see that using a troll for your advantage to make money off of it. I can see that, man. What y'all think about that, Monique and Elliot? Elliot, what y'all think about that? Do we care? Do y'all care? Are we past a little Bow Wow? Not to call you little. I'm sorry, Sad Moss. Are we past? <laughs> <laughs> Are we past Sad Moss shenanigans? Like, what's going on, man? Man, honestly, like I seen, I seen what everybody was talking about, and I was like, I think if if it's not a publicity stunt. That boy got some mental problems, though. He got something wrong with him. Like, because he's been caught several times faking for the gram. And so, like, how many more times do you got to fake for the gram for you to try to to remain relevant? Like, we get it. You were Mr. One Assistant Park. You were, you know, a little Bow Wow uh, doing, uh, you know, Out of My System with T-Pain. Like, you know, <laughs> you, your, your legacy at that standpoint is here and it's, it's pretty much done. Now, growing up Hip Hop Atlanta, I might watch it. I was already planning to watch it before your publicity stuff. But he, he just, I think, to me, all the memes are funny. I don't really care too much about Bow Wow. Like, you know, he could, he could be like the next best rapper out of nowhere again. And I'd be like, all right, cool. But yeah, I think you just need to calm down, relax. Like, you know, I think if you will calm down, relax, people won't tell you so much. Yeah. Monique, you got who's worse, Bow Wow or Peter Puffball with this in the stand against? Peter Puffball, he's like, I don't know if y'all know what that is. Like, oh, nah. yeah, Peter Puffball. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> know what that is. He's an infomercial guy. Kearney Thomas, Benny Hens sometimes. Listen, I don't want to talk about the people that, but listen, this is real out here. Some of them be just the Miracle Water. Molly Music said no more Miracle Water. So, listen. But, Monique, what's your thoughts on Bow Wow? I don't know if you care about Bow Wow either. Monique is kind of like very iffy with her attention span. So <laughs> who she gives her attention to? Um, I I don't care for what's going on. Um, I think that he needs to chill out, honestly. Um, because I saw the whole thing. It was what was it like last year about mm-hmm. how he said he wasn't even black, and after that, I was like, no, like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, like why would you? So after that, it was just like, you know what, I, I've kind of lost a little respect for you. <laughs> so I think he needs to go be a father and focus on something else because that, that's, that's not okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, go be, go be great at actually. something else. Just, just stop. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure he has a, a, a decent bag to sit on. Like his broke is like rich to us. So I know he's, he's trying to stunt. Like just be decent and collective royalties. Like, I'm sure you'll have a great life, a regular life without right. all that shenanigans. Like, trust me. Like, I'll take his bag if he's going to act up with it. Like, but, um, real quick, <laughs> real quick, before we get into, like, the main topic I want to talk about, um, the climate. The, the climate of the country, the political climate. We don't got to be too long on this. We've been, what, maybe, what, 100 days already since, a few months maybe since the election. The state of America, the state of, like, people, um, did things really change? Did we really change? Did, like, can't you say it on lust? Did we revert back into our ways after that? Like, so what, in, in a short summary, right, because this is not the main topic, in Donald Trump's presidency so far and the propaganda that's going on in the news and the craziness, right, that quote-unquote seems to exist, how did it affect us or did it affect us or are we different? Are we better? Are we worse? Are we pretty much the same as a people in this country? I want all of y'all to answer that in the shortest way possible. Um, that's not the main topic, but the main topic kind of relates to this. Um, so, 
Elliot, you can start. Then Monique, then Joel. Right. So y'all let me know the country right. and where we are now in our presidency. What, what is it looking okay. like? Okay, well, um, so I think what it's looking like is, I mean, I've seen, I see a lot of people who are really looking to kind of change the kind of aspect of what's going on in the world. But mm-hmm. over the past several months since January, everything has looked chaotic. Like, mm-hmm. it looks like a circus. Um, and so for us as, uh, you know, the, the minority African Americans, we're looking at, yo, like, how do we even fit into this picture? Um, how, like, what is, where is our position now? What do we go about doing? I think most of the time, like me, uh, my parents watch CNN all the time. I told my parents, look, at, after he gets elected, I ain't watching no more CNN. <laughs> right. right now. Like, for the next four years, you might not see me, uh, look at CNN. But obviously, Twitter tells me everything. But I think that's a lot of us. We just, like, we're numb to it at this point. And so, us being, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we just kind of, like, push it away and say, all right, well, I mean, we just got to do what we got to do at this point. Um, and so mm-hmm. if that's whatever it is in your life, whatever you feel kind of compelled to do, you kind of do that. And so that's why I see a whole, uh, whole bunch of us as black people kind of living out what we need to live out, um, knowing that we have this big, like, thing around our necks. But, no, not that's kind of not the word I was – or term I was trying to use. But knowing we got this kind of, you know, burden – on us, we just kind of push through like we always done it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, black people we persevere, you know, throughout anything. Like the future is always yeah. better for black people. Like we've been through the worst of the worst, and not to downplay this struggle because it's some serious too. But however, we've been the worst. Like, yeah. like we've been the worst, and we just learn how to deal with it. We seek a higher power, you know, which is either Christ or us, and we just keep pressing. Like we just got to keep pressing because our faith is in the, in the system, but the one who dictates the world. Period. So, Monique. What's going on? How do you think, you know, where, where are we? We're better, we're worse. What do you think of the climate, the political climate? Do you care? You know, do we, do we, economics? What, what are we talking here? I do care. Um, and this is funny because I recently had a conversation about this. Um, I think that for a lot of people who have never paid attention to politics ever, they're mm-hmm. definitely, as we say, more woke. <laughs> um, woke. paying attention Lord. to what's yeah. going on. And what's happening, not just within our country, but, you know, nationally, you know, worldwide as well. And so, for me as a believer, it, it prompts me to pray more, you know, mm-hmm. because it's like, you don't know when, where, when it's going to come out of his mouth, unfortunately, what's going to be done, you know. So, for me, it's like, we just got to pray, you know, because when it's all been done, God's will is going to be done. But mm-hmm. I do see more people wanting to take more action and helping out in the community because when it's all said and done, we may not be able to go and save a nation, but we can help who's in our neighborhood. You know, we can exactly. help who's around us. So I think for that side of it, it's definitely, you know, a positive that we're, you know, staying more woke, as they say, and prayerful. But on the other mm-hmm. side of it, for those that don't know Christ, I see a lot of confusion. And to me, that saddens me because it's like, everybody's like, I don't know what's going to happen. And, so we can be blown up tomorrow, and it's like I would hate to not know Christ and live like that, and always be in a state of confusion and fear. Like I, I can't function like that. So for me, it's like I'm praying for the nation. I'm praying for those that don't know Him because for them, this fear, and I understand it, you know. But it's also sad, you know. It's, it's sad. Right. Is there one after that? Is Thank there one? <laughs> Is there one we want to know out there? Is there one? He just preached a sermon, Amen. And- 
and then when you want to know, <laughs> just come up, just come up with lift your hands. Everybody eyes are closed, lift your hands. I'm looking at you. Everybody eyes closed. Nah, but um, nah, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Like there has to be a foundation, you know, a higher power we tap into. You know, obviously Christ being the source for us, like I said, but there has to be something you lean on other than yourself. Whether some people, for some people, that is community, but we have to go beyond human strength. It's something supernatural that needs to happen, not just because of this political stance, right, but because of the world we live in, period. This world is just, you have to have some type of foundation. You get what I'm saying? So, to quell, man, lastly, what do you think, man? We better? We work? Is, is I mean, anything true? I, would, I wouldn't say, like, we've gotten worse. Because I know when Trump was becoming president, everyone was like, oh, my goodness, we're done, we're done. Mm-hmm. But as his presidency and his term goes on, I think it's just brought us together more. Like mm-hmm. we all have like a similar we have all have something in common and like our distrust of Trump is what's bringing us together and making us use our voice. So like mm-hmm. from a from my viewpoint I think, you know, we're we're becoming more united. And that's because mm-hmm. we're, not, we're not allowing like to like spread everywhere you know and we don't want something like that to happen so like I'm I'm very proud of like like people being able to use their voice and I've seen more teenagers than adults use their voice which is like even more amazing because you don't really see that because kids are afraid to use their voice because they feel like adults would be like stay in your place you don't know what you're talking about but like these kids really do know what they're talking about, and like they're our future. So I think we're starting to listen to the future, and I think that's a good thing. And I think Trump, like we have to think Trump some way, like even though like you don't like him, we have to thank him for like bringing us together in some kind of way. Well, that makes sense. I mean, you know what? That's crazy because a lot of people say Trump's presidency was the best thing that can happen for Black people in this time and climate. Because a lot of people think we got so comfortable under Obama. To the point we didn't care, but because but because of Trump's presidency, a lot of black people are more involved in politics as never like never before. Like they're really involved now. The electoral college, they're involved in local politics. They're involved in everything now to make sure nothing like this happens again. So it is kind of a wake up call. It's kind of like a, a blessing in the skies, if you will call it, right? You know, yeah. and it, it definitely makes a lot of sense, man. Um, and I definitely all y'all got great points, great you know POVs from that. Um, so. Kind of drift off to our next topic about men being trash since we're talking about Trump. Um, <laughs> the, the timeline, you know, on Twitter sometimes, Twitter likes to be Twitter. Sometimes they fake it to make it. We know how Twitter gets. A lot of women tweet stuff, a lot of men tweet stuff. A lot of people, you know, they agree with a certain point of view that they may not necessarily agree with in real life. But here we are. Twitter, this past week, one of the main topics and the main things going on was a big onslaught of women declaring that men are trash, right? Then that turned and backfired. So men saying black women are trash. It was primarily black men and black women, right? So just keep it yeah. general, right? So then black men, you know, men are trash t-shirts. Then black women are trash t-shirts. Then it's like, well, some women are like, well, I get what they're saying, but I'm not going to use that fan because I know enough good men in my life not to do that. Some women are saying, historically speaking, the misogynistic, the you know, incoherent, detrimental, existence of a man and the doings of a man that happen in their lives and happens through our history and it happens through wars. We can't ignore that. So in all and be all, men are trash. However, people opposed to that. Some men didn't like that. Some people were saying, if it don't apply to you, just ignore it and keep it moving. 
some people were saying the woman that's tweeting that gonna close her phone and lay next to that man. <laughs> 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 the same woman that tweeted been a trash gonna lay next to a trash man and deal with this stuff. I don't know what's going on, but I want all of y'all. I'm glad we got when you gonna phone. We got a woman's perspective. I'm glad we got Coyle. I'm glad we got Elliot. And um, okay, real quick though, before we're gonna do it again at the end of the show, but like. I'll start Twitter names out real quick because I didn't get that in the beginning of the show. Ellie, real quick, what's your Twitter name? The Real King Ness. The Real King Ness. Yeah. T-H-E. The Real King Ness. Monique, what's your Twitter name? D-I-G-I-L-U-X-E. G-G-Lux. D-I-G-I-L-U-X-E. G-G-Lux. And Quell, what's your Twitter name? My Twitter name is at underscore social quells. Q-U-E-L-S. Dope, dope. All right, we're going, to, we're going to do it again at the end of the show. Y'all can plug all your things and everything else, but I wanted to get that because I, I just said your name. I ain't got you out. So, again, men are trash. That's the general consensus. That's what Twitter wants to talk about. It'll be dead by next week, whatever, but like everything will be. But what's that point of view on that, man? Are men trash? Are men not trash? Are some men trash? Are women trash? Is that a great ideology to use? Is it the same thing that racists use when they say black people are trash? Is it the same thing we use when we say white people are trash? So you give men a chance. Are all men the same? What's your point of view? And from that, Ellie, I want you to kind of piggyback because you got a sudden call a godly zaddy, a, a holy honey <laughs> thing going on, right? <laughs> so I want to know more about this godly zaddy and holy honey uh, movement. Some people call it a train wreck. Some people call it a movement. I want to know what it is. <laughs> but, um, but Ellie, you kind of piggyback. You kind of like I want you to merge into that with the response if you could. But um, okay. Quell, I want you to go first, and Monique after, and Ellie, you can kind of piggyback with your golly zaddy uh, point of view. But Chris, the point of view, regular point of view, I want you to tell me, are men trash? Yeah. Well, um, I can, I'll have to be in between. I'll, I can say yes and no. Because I think, for, for one, the reason why women are saying men are trash is because the men they meet are actually, are giving them that idea that all men are like that. So if mm. you, if you consistently date trash men, you're gonna eventually think all men are trash. And uh I could say no because, you know, there are some men out there, my dad who's been married for like eighteen years. You know, he he showing he, he showed me how to be like how to understand relationships and understand communication and commitment. But there's some men out here who just don't want all of that. They just want, you know, just to dip in everywhere and everything. And they just don't want to, like, sit down and just, you know, settle. So, but the whole thing about black women being trash, like, men being trash is a general statement. Like, they chose one specific race and, like, I don't know why they chose black women for some odd reason, because that is not true. So, like, I think, I think we just, like, have to, like, understand that people's, people's, um, how they experience what they experience is why they feel that way. So, like, Hmm. you can either believe it or not, I don't think I'm trash. I know for a fact I'm not trash. Because you are a man, right? You got to be yeah, honest. Are you, are you trash? <laughs> I defend my, I defend myself. I will yeah, myself. right. But like, there are some men out here who are like trash. I mean, yeah, that's such a that's such a crazy word, right? Trash. It's such a like trash. Like a, you're a trash human. Like wow. 
but go ahead. I'm I'm gonna preach later. Go ahead. Like I was um I was on the phone with someone and she was like, "You're you're a golden trash bag," and I'm like, "What? Like why? Why? Like I haven't done. Why well, I gotta be on that? Gold, a yeah, golden like, trash bag? <laughs> golden trash bag? That's good. I was like, what? Wow, you're like, a golden trash bag. Like I don't understand how one man, how one man just dictates your whole perspective on an entire gender is just totally unfair. And it's just social media for you. Hmm. Okay. Monique, what's your point? You're a woman, right? And um, it'd be interesting yeah. from your point of view. <laughs> Are men trash? Look at historically, look at now, look at the men you dated. Or you don't have to use three person or whatever, but I'm saying in general. Use men you interacted <laughs> with, men you've known to do stuff. Just are men trash? You know me. You know me for years. Are we trash? <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't necessarily like the word trash. I think right. it's either a crazy word, right? You have so, the character, or you do not. Um, mm. I think sometimes because of situations people have gone through, men and women, and unfortunately, you know, women get the stigma of, oh, they're they're bitter and this and that. Men. I will say I've seen some men who have been hurt, and they don't bounce back like women do. But unfortunately, when you have hurt within you, it's hard to look at someone else and really give them a fair shot and say, okay, I'm going to be open to really looking at you how I should look at you and and see how you're treating me. They're going to automatically compare you to what they just went through. And so that stigma is in their head about men. And then thus, okay, you have a professional habit of dating the same type of guys. Yeah, you're gonna feel like men are trash because you keep dating that. You haven't healed first. You know, mm-hmm. so of course there are some guys out here who I like to call them jerk boys. <laughs> they're jerk boys. They're grown men, but they act like little boys. And they don't know how to really treat a woman. Like I think about how women as as girls we're taught to, you know, have a household, you you get baby dolls and like this this nature of being a mother and being a wife is instilling you. Like it's already there. So the first thing we're thinking when we're dating, you know, nine times out of ten is, all right, we date, we get married, we have babies. That's that's how how it's innate in most of us. I'm not saying all all women, but in a lot of us. But men are taught that. Like they have this whole they're like, do you? The dad's like, go be great. Like cars, drive fast, they all girls. You know, a lot of men have grown up like that. So their perspective isn't, isn't even about marriage and, and loving this woman as Christ loves the church. Is go do you. You know, so women are already on the standpoint of I want to be married, and they're like, I'm out here doing me. So you have this this cross that very rarely comes together at the same age point. You know, some guys have some issues and some women have some issues. I don't like the word trash. You know, you just have people who aren't on the same level. You know, you gotta heal before you can really move forward with somebody. I'm a really pretty player though, I'm just playing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, you're yeah, it, sound, it does sound like you want Dora. Yeah, you. It's you this time, uh, T. <laughs> no, 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 I hate me. No, I'm good, but I'm yeah, definitely like you. It's not like some auto got on the phone, but listen, it's 
it's all good. Elliot, what's your point of view? Monique brought up a great point of view of you got to heal first, you know, because hurt people bring hurt to others. Men, you know, uh, girls and boys are conditioned from a young age. Boys are taught to be successful, go out there and do what you do, be single, be a bachelor. Women are taught to clean, cook, and look for a husband, you know. So th- that conditioning is important. Sequel talked about how, you know, every singular experience is, shouldn't be your general experience to everybody else. So they brought interesting points up. Are men trash? And are you trash, Elliot? <laughs> um, one, not trash. Uh, I don't know exactly where that phenomenon <laughs> came from. <laughs> but, um, nah, man. Go cool. <laughs> nah, man. Um, if I was going to say men are trash, uh, like, I know, I, and it's hard for me to say men are trash because, you know, I know dudes who just, okay, no, they're trash. They're just not right in the mind. Like, they, <laughs> and it goes back to what, uh, everybody else pointed out is kind of like a conditioning thing where, you know, you grew up a certain way, and so that's all you know. Uh, so you don't know any other experience but that. Um, some dudes are conditioned to love more than just one woman, like to have multiple people, and that's why we have the side chick era, and that's why we have, yeah. you know, dudes cheating on their wives. I know dudes now, well, I don't know them, know them, but I've heard of dudes who are married and will be, you know, leaving their, their wife, uh, their pregnant wife at home and be going to the club every weekend. Like, you know, it's different things like that. We're just like, man, like... I don't know what it yeah. is about y'all, but I mean, the, the typical my aunt, aunt of, you know, the men that's trash thing is true. Like, I mean, women feel that way, and I can't really knock them for feeling that way. Like, I saw the shirt that came up on Twitter the other day, and I was like, I mean, I wouldn't put it on the shirt, but that's just me. Um, that's your life. That's what you want to do. Uh, however, I'm not really bothered by it because I know that's not, you know, my MO. Um, mm-hmm. But you can look at any... Any girl's mentions, any girl's um, DMs, any girl's, uh, you know, text messages. And you can see a few dudes, a couple dudes in their <laughs> right, text messages right. who are being trash, who are being, Why? like, mm-hmm. narcissistic and all these other things. So it's like, bro, like, you guys, I, m- most dudes need to kind of own up to their – and there's dudes who on Twitter were like, yo, like, I used to be this guy, and I'm just t- – I'm telling you the truth. Like, we are trash, like – we until we can get it together, until we can actually kind of embrace the fact that we have an imperfection, we're flawed people, and we do have sin. I don't want to go preaching again, but um, that we do <laughs> that we do have all these imperfections and flaws, and and you know we are uh, just human beings, and embracing the fact that we just need to grow and change and be better. Um, then you know the, the continuation of the whole men's trash thing is going to continue. I mean, even there's a trash, there's a not trash tag. Wow, a hashtag that says men are trash. Trash gives tag. you. <laughs> Bam. It might as well be trash a trash tag. tag. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm like so, surprised. I haven't seen like um someone go like that's why Jesus put man to sleep because like when he created woman, is that right? Like, like girls use that. On Twitter, oh my goodness! Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm I'm gonna just step away from Twitter that day. I'm like, all right, man. You know what? You guys got it this time. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah I mean, like, go ahead, Elliot, go ahead. Yeah, so I was saying the hashtag for uh, men is trash, men are trash, or something like that. I looked at the hashtag today, and there was like a bunch of stories, like of a girl had got killed by her boyfriend or something like that. So everybody was like, "This is why men are trash because they can't accept rejection or or anything like that." And I'm like. Uh, these stories are kind of high profile. I can't lie. Like, you know, it's it's, it's the facts. So I, yeah. I don't know. It makes a lot of sense. I'm gonna let you go into Golly Zaddy thing to kind of redeem yourself with this, but it ma- it makes a lot of, <laughs> a lot of sense, right? Because 
I mean, the world, since the beginning of time, as we know, historically speaking, right, the world has been misogynistic. Everything has been through a man's eyes, a man's approval, king, king, this, this, president, this, this. You know, he, he everything has been through a man's approval, right? You know, and misogyny has been in the world forever, and it's still very right. much present in the world right now, right? And a lot of women experience bad things for men. On the flip side, a lot of men experience bad things for women, but not on the same scale statistically. Men have used their power, used their misogyny, used their strength, and used everything to overpower women and treat women as items forever, right? And they're still doing that to this day. It's not all men, right? But it's enough to make you say, wow, right? But my thing is, that makes a lot of sense. So I'm not knocking the women who say, who say, you know, men are trash. But like Monique was saying, that word is kind of harsh, like trash, you trash. Like, I know we throw it around, yeah. but to be called trash, it's like, ah. But I get why some men are, you know. But it's kind of the same ideology I was saying, like, we use for racism, white people. Historically speaking, I can see why black people would say white people are trash, looking at the history and looking at stuff that's happening now, correct? But the people that say, you know what, that was white people in the past, and that's some racist white people now, but I know some great white people. I know that's the whole thing, whatever. But they're not like that, and every white person isn't like that. Historically, they are, but they're not like that now. So if a woman was to say the same thing on men, well, men historically and some men are like that now, but I know some great men in my life, and they're not like that. I see their point of view. However, I see the black person that says, I don't like white people, period, due to what they've done and what we still, we've still been oppressed. And I see the woman that says, I don't mess with men, period, due to boom, boom, boom. I don't think it's wise. I don't think it's wise to judge a whole race, a whole gender based on your experiences. But like you said, to each his own, people are going to be how they're going to be, and we have to have our own experiences. But I can use the same – I can make women are trash hashtag, and I can have a lot of men that tell me what the women did, right? And I can flip it on them. But where are we getting from there, right? Because the black women are trash thing, they started – I'm like, come on. You get what I'm saying? Like, they started that. The flip side that, and where are we getting here? It's like, well, black people are racist. Well, white people are racist. Well, it's, it's just too much, right? So, are yeah. they trash? Some of us, yes, we are, right? Are humans trash? Yes, that's the why we need need a savior. I mean, let's keep it real, right? <laughs> so, I mean, right. but but yeah. then you can trace you can trace black men and everything being in trash and meant all that back to slavery. I, I say this, right? I know it's kind of like on a tangent, but everything we face in as black people, men and women, is due to slavery. Every bad detrimental thing, not probably every single thing, but every detrimental thing we're facing as a people, economically, so socially, um, politically, um, institutionally, everything we're facing as a people derives from that. Segregation, slavery, slavery Jim Crow, Willie Lynch, Willie Lynch uh, colorism, everything derives from that. And I'm not saying, oh, they're the reason why we're, we are today because we have to have some self-help, right? But everything we're dealing with, you know, black men, black women, I'm not capable for the crazy stuff black men have, have done or are doing, right? But it's like everything is a root from somewhere. But where do we start? You know, that's why I respect the men that, that said on Twitter, yeah, we are trash, some of us, and let's make a change and try to, you know, be that opposite. But if it ain't you, keep it moving. And you keep being that example, right? So right. that's my take on that. Um, but, Elliot, speaking mm-hmm. of men being trash, I guess you want you got <laughs> some type of page that redeems that called Golly Zaddy and Holy Honeys, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> some people call it a train wreck. Some people say it's dope. You got a lot of followers, you and someone else. I don't know who created it. Explain that for us. What's that all about and what's going on there? All right. So, first off, um, the Golly Zaddy thing started as a joke. Um, and, Tony, you've been following me for a while, so you know it was a joke. At the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it's a joke. Um, yeah. <laughs> in, December, in December of last year, um, 
I was like, I was thinking through goals and being funny, being the guy that I am, I, I put, I put a whole lot of, uh, of effort into what I tweet out because I wanted it to be like dope content and I always wanted it to be kind of hilarious and relatable. Um, so I was like, yo, in 2017, I want to become a daddy. And that just went through the roof. People, <laughs> people took it <laughs> crazy wild. I put it on all of my social media accounts and everybody was like, dog, you stupid. Then, I think I can't remember what happened, but I was like, you know what? Zaddy might be too worldly. So I'm just gonna be like, I'm going to become a godly zaddy. And all of Christian Twitter took it. And so, um I actually stopped tweeting about it. Like I was already done with that. I changed my name on Facebook or not on Facebook, mm-hmm. on Twitter and everything. So I was kinda done with it. That was until my boy Kofi, he kept kinda tweeting tweeting it like, uh, still trying to become that godly zaddy and all this other stuff. Um, and so I look up one day uh, a couple weeks ago, and I saw uh, a Twitter account. And I was like, all right, hold up. It's my content. Someone taking yeah. my stuff and trying to roll with it. I wasn't, I wasn't going to go there. But because I saw someone put the, tw- the Twitter account out, I was like, all right, I got to move on this. Because p- apparently the people want it. Um, so, yeah, that's how the kind of the, the Twitter account started. And then... I was talking to Kofi, who was the main one who tweeted more of it. So I can't even take all the credit. Like he was the one that was kind of using that as jokes um, for like a good couple months. And then my man Chuck, he had started the Holy Honey thing. And so we had came together and we were like, yo, like I know we started as a joke, but maybe this could be something positive for people um, to kind of, you know, be vulnerable, kind of a new type of uh, Christian wave that you haven't really seen before. Um, and so just look at the title as a joke. Um, but also the content will be a little bit uh, serious and kind of relatable too. Um, so that's how we kind of, you know, roll with it. And the whole golly daddy theme was to be able to kind of empower Christian men to become better, to do better. Um, and also the, the little tagline or the logo says making Christian, Christian men fine again. Um, because there's been uh, a bunch of women who say that Christian men aren't that fine. Um, okay, Moni, so Moni, like, Moni, hold on. Start as a community, you know, start to uplift, right. and you never know. 
Maybe, you know, Monique used to get acquainted. I think you're single, holy honey. So, um, <laughs> maybe Monique and Jaquel, y'all can be part of the golly daddy, holy honey team. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> According to some people, I'm down with the cause. Listen, I'm making connections on tonight. But, um, <laughs> listen. Listen, I'm making connections. But not nah, that, that's interesting, man. Um, but before we leave, we wrap. We talk about a lot of stuff today, man. Um, I want all of y'all to plug like your blogs, your shows, your clothing lines, your your your, your golly daddy, holy honey. I want y'all one by one to plug what that got going on. Um, and again, I want to thank y'all for joining me on Forty People Before. Um, and just one by one, Elliot, Monique, and Jaquel, y'all just talk about what that got going on. Plug your Twitter name, you know, and let the people know they can find you. All right. Well. Right now, I'm like a struggling college student. You know, pastors out here cheating. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at underscore social quells. That's Q U E L S. And that's all the, that's the only thing I really be on, to be honest. You got to go fund me? He's a struggling college student, y'all. You got to go fund me? Huh? <laughs> nah, I don't have to go fund me for college. Send him some oodles and noodles and easy mac, man. Look out for your boy, <laughs> Tito, man. Tito is going to send you a case of oodles and noodles, man. We love you. Don't look forward to it, though. But, um, Elliot, what, Elliot, we got something to plug, man. What's your Twitter name? Plugging, holy yeah. and all that. So, um, I'm the real King Ness. Uh, that's C-H-E-R-E-A-L-K-I-N-G-N-E-S-S. Um, just so you can follow me on all social media accounts, Twitter and Instagram. Not necessarily Snapchat, because I don't think we can change our names on Snapchat, but it's all good. Um, <laughs> I am co-creator of Godly Zaddy, so you can follow us at Godly underscore Zaddy. Um, it's uh, so funny to me, bro. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> bro, I laugh at it every day. Like, people be tweeting the account, and I'm like, yo, like, this is not supposed to be where we are now, but hey. Um, so, uh, there's also uh, the, what we call the sister edition, which is really, I mean, you know, you put the pictures out there, and if a dude shoots you in your DMs, and hey, that's, that's not on us. That's on y'all. Um, so Holy Honey hashtag, Golly Zaddy hashtag, and then also the Twitter account for Holy Honeys, H-O-L-Y-H-O-N-E-Y-S. And then also I do podcasting too, the kickback and uh, all this good okay. stuff. So, you know, just follow me. You'll see, see updates every now and then. So Nice. Monique, you got something to plug? Plug your Twitter name and plug the rest. Twitter name again is Gigi Lux, G I G I L U X E. I have a blog called Single Save Mommy. Um, it is singlesavemommy.wordpress.com. Just talking about the ups and downs of being a single save mommy in America nowadays. And also, I do bake. I make cookies, um, <laughs> and it's really good. So, nah, Cake is yeah, the Instagram page. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, the you can email that um, I think email yeah my email is on there to request any order so so follow me yeah listen man I thank y'all for coming on the show Elliot this is Elliot's second time on 40 people but Elliot Jaquella Monique they are definitely listeners of the show and 40 people is basically bringing listeners on the actual show and getting their points of view man that's all love that's when we get back to the people I'm Tony Lee Tony T is fake busy as always um, but I'm Tony Lee. You know where to find us. This show, you'll be hearing this on Friday. So, um, again, we talk Trump. We talk Bow Wow, Tilla, Drake, McCray, Golly Daddy, Holy Honeys, Men Being Trash. We talked a lot. Y'all share the show. Go comment and rate, rate, rate. Find us on iTunes, the number two, T-O-N-E-S. And, um, yeah, man, it's another episode of Two Tones. We signing out. Peace. Peace. Peace.